Hey, mom friend, in our pregnancy and labor, there are so many powerful tools that we can use to help us and can make our experience more enjoyable, help us power through, and can change the way we experience and view birth. And one of those tools that we can use is birth affirmations. I know that the last time we had met together, we were going to hear some amazing birth stories, but that is totally coming up. But first, I wanted to be able to talk to you a little bit about what's been on my heart lately, considering I am supposed to be having having a baby here soon. <laughs> and let me tell you, he's not come yet, but we are expecting him very soon. But I just thought that this would be a good opportunity just to share with you things that have been on my heart. And I, and to be honest, things that I've been personally struggling with, even as a birth worker, as a mom of multiples, have seen so many different labors happen in so many different ways because the mental battle is real. And when it comes to birth, even before birth, that is the struggle. It's the mind. The mind is the one one thing that is the hardest to overcome. And even, like I said, as an educator, but also just being human, the struggle towards the end is majority always the mental game. So I'm excited to share with you a little bit of what I've been going through and how I want you to use that for your benefit as a strong tool for your current pregnancy as you are approaching labor, during labor, and as you transition into motherhood. Come sit with me as we have a little heart to heart today because I see you and I know you need this as much as I do. Let's get inside. Hey mama, welcome to Simplify Birth and Motherhood. I am Amanda. I am a wife and mom of four. I have had a hospital birth, unexpected c-section, a few home births, and now I am a birth advocate, childbirth educator, and your cheerleader in the toughest hood of them all, motherhood. Do you wish you knew what options were available to you when becoming a new mom or adding more to the mix? Are you ready to nurture and build up your mom gut so you can be more confident, educated, and bold? In this podcast, you will begin to understand, find support, and turn knowledge into power through education and resources for pregnancy, childbirth, postpartum, and for the early years of motherhood. If you are ready to get clarity to empower your birth and motherhood journey, then throw up your unbrushed hair, hike up your high-waisted pants because sister, (laughs) I know you are wearing them. Put the baby in the ergo and let's start feeding our God-given mom guts. See you inside. All right, come on in. Okay, so I know the last time we had met, I had mentioned about birth stories and how amazing and an empowering tool they can be for us during our pregnancies, as we are heading into labor, as we transition into postpartum, as we learn how to be mothers. And that's true. They are very empowering. But another really awesome empowering tool that I feel like has been on my heart lately and I want to share with you is, like I had mentioned, birth affirmations. Now, I mean, who doesn't like to be told that they're doing a good job, right? In our motherhood, in our careers, um, when we accomplish something or when we are trying to accomplish something. How many of us love to hear that we are headed in the right direction or that when we are facing something really hard, we can be encouraged by our friends, our family, our strangers, 
things we, all those types of things. I mean, who doesn't like that, right? (laughs) I mean, even when we are at our worst, like who doesn't like to be told that they're pretty, even though they don't maybe feel pretty, (laughs) you know, like all I want to do is, all I want you to do is tell me that I'm pretty, you know, that's just something that we kind of almost in a sense, like thrive on in a little bit. It like gives us that push. I really wanted to share this with you because I'm supposed to be having a baby real soon. And let me tell you guys, As a mom of multiples, I've never have ever been on time. And I've mentioned this before in our previous chats, particularly when I talked about due dates. And let me tell you, even as an educator, as a mom of multiples, seeing this happen and seeing my body to do this, I mean, towards the end, the mental battle is so hard. I have people calling me and texting me, asking me, thankfully, how I'm feeling. Not necessarily, have you had the baby yet? (laughs) But people who are just asking me, how are you feeling? And the one thing I just tell them is it's a daily struggle. It truly is. And it's not like a physical daily struggle because that in itself is like a given because I'm just super pregnant. But also just the struggle is the mental. It's the mental game. Because it's like, even as an educator, but just as a human in general, like I know the facts, I know the truth, but every day I'm facing this every single day. And it just made me think about birth affirmations. And it just made me think like, this is why birth affirmations are so important. And this is why people have them. This is why we use them. This is why we repeat them so many times during labor, but how much birth affirmations go so far beyond just labor. We need to be having these birth affirmations and these truths being told to us before labor even starts or after we've had our baby and we are learning how to be a mother to this wonderfully created individual with their own personality, their own needs, their own communication skills. Like how much do we need still those affirmations? And so I just thought that I wanted to share that with you because I'm struggling with this. I am not, you know... I'm not excused from this, even from my position as a professional childbirth educator and knowing the process. These are still things that I struggle with. And so I just really wanted to share that with you today. So when we talk about birth affirmations, they're commonly used with the birth style, like hypnobirthing and things like that. They're very popular in that type of birthing style or teaching training birthing style. But in essence, it is used with phrases, words, mantras to bring encouragement, to bring that motivation and the truth. And these can be anything from prayers, scriptures, famous quotes, quotes that really encourage us from books, from friends, families, or strangers, like I said, phrases, facts, or truths, or even just visuals. Those types of things are considered birth affirmations. And birth affirmations are used as tools to help us bring confidence in birth and what we were created to do. It reduces fear and anxiety and bring a positive birth perspective, which we also have talked about that is huge when it comes to the birth. And it's, I was just reading something the other day and it was like, yeah, we can go ahead and do all these things. We can stretch, we can train, we can do different exercises to get our body ready for birth. But the one thing that is one of the hardest and the most underrated thing that we don't train or we don't condition is our mind because mind has such a huge, huge part of the things that we do and that we say. And what we, what our mind tells us or what we tell our mind, our body will do. So the mind is a huge thing when it comes to birth. And this positive affirmation in general for life that is used in birth 
is what they also called, quote, self-affirming. And it's a theory. The self-affirming theory was done actually in 1988, which basically in essence, and when you read it all in its entirety, is the psychological theory that focuses on how a person adapts to information and experience that threaten their self-concept. And a study that was done in 2006 by Oxford showed that this self-affirming unlocks the same part of our reward center in our brain. Other activities that do this are pleasure, eating, drinking, or when we win something. When we unlock this portion of our brain, it can decrease pain, help bring balance by reducing stress, can act as a buffer to painful, negative, or threatening information. These studies have also shown that with these positive affirmations that people have increased their physical activity, they become more active participants in accomplishing their goals, and the more that they have a willingness to make changes for the better. And it's also been shown to be successful in treating people with low self-esteem, depression, and mental health conditions. There was one other study that was done in 2013 that showed that this practice improved problem-solving skills under stress with test subjects who participated in the study that it was a time pressuring situation and spending just a few minutes thinking about these affirmations before a high stress situation will calm your nerves, boost your confidence, and help you to have a better chance of a successful outcome. So the thing about birth affirmations and what we see in these studies is that they keep your eyes on the prize, (laughs) the goal. And like I said, what we tell our mind, our body will follow. So it bridges the gap between what is happening physically to you and your belief about yourself or about what the certain outcome you want to happen. And they truly are and can be battle swords and shields to protect our minds from things that maybe aren't true, maybe are threatening, can be disheartening and discouraging. And I know this from experience because those are the things that I'm feeling right now. I mean, no signs of baby at all. And I know the truths and I know the facts and I know these things, but at the same time, not going into labor, not having my baby is a very, as the days go on, is very disheartening and can be discouraging. So having these birth affirmations or truths daily are something that I have to practice and I've been practicing over and over and over again. And it does not matter what type of birth you are having, this can still be a helpful tool. So if you're having a home birth, if you're having a hospital birth, birth center birth, it just doesn't matter. These are still helpful tools for you. And when we use them, we should be using them at any point during our pregnancies, especially if we've experienced birth trauma in the past, any or current or past pregnancy complications or conditions, or at the end of our pregnancies when we are going through the daily mental battle that we still haven't had our baby yet. We've totally completely passed our due date or we're coming up to our due date or we're coming up to that time limit of we're not going to let you go this long. And those are true realities and it's It's almost like you are being put on this time clock that you need to perform within a certain time. So as the days go on and you don't, you're like, oh man, this is hard mentally. And we should be using these helpful tools when we are feeling anxious, stress, angry, impatient, feeling low, need motivation to improve our productivity and to just establish better habits in our daily life as mothers. And so we do this during our current pregnant, we do this in our pregnancies, during birth, right before we're about to have our baby and postpartum and as 
into our motherhood. I mean, we experience all those things and all those emo- those emotions and those moments. And so it's like these birth affirmations and these other truths are something we can carry on. It's not something that we can stop doing as moms. So in the first trimester, some of the things that we can say to ourselves as like birth affirmations, just a few examples are, I will be a great mother, or I choose to be happy for me and my baby. I'm blessed to be able to have this baby grow inside of me. So those are things that we can, some of the examples that, you know, you can make up your own. And I'm going to tell you some three things that you can consider when you are thinking about some birth affirmations for yourself, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Second trimester, some of these affirmations can be my body knows how to protect and care for my baby. My baby is developing into the person that he or she is created to be. There is beauty in the growth of my baby and in my body. I mean, those are like kind of the double whammy there because we're seeing our body change. We're seeing our body grow in ways that maybe we've never seen it before. Perhaps is very uncomfortable, (laughs) but with every movement my baby of my baby it is a blessing or even I trust my provider and believe that they will have the best interest for me and my baby it's just knowing that even though I don't know necessarily what's going on or I can't necessarily see what's going on my provider has some idea and that's bringing me comfort third trimester my body was created to do this I'm strong enough to birth my baby and to take care of them I trust my body and baby to do what it needs to do for birth or this upcoming birth, that's the one that's really resonating with me right now (laughs) because my I've seen my body do it before and I've seen my kids do it on their own with no help, no inducement measures, natural, even medically inducements. So just reminding myself daily of that one right now. I have a healthy I will have a healthy birth or in baby and I'm not alone. I have my support team there with me because sometimes it can just feel very, you can feel very alone in this third trimester because this is only something that you can necessarily bear. Nobody can take this away from you. Nobody can go through it for you and you receive (laughs) all the credit and all the prize. It sometimes can be a lonely road for people, but this is why support teams are so important during this time and to have on our side because it's just knowing that even though you physically cannot take this away from me, I still have the support that I need. So just reminding ourselves of that. But in birth, we some of the things that we can say to ourselves and have written down on note cards, written on the mirrors, banners, are these are we can do these things. We can have these things in our birth room. And they can say, each wave brings me closer to my baby. My my body is designed to do this. With every surge, I am more confident. I won't be afraid. I trust the process. Those are probably the most popular ones. But also just that my body and my baby know what to do. I feel safe and secure to give birth now. Um, I'm confident in my body's ability. (laughs) I trust the birthing process. With every muscle, loosened muscle in my body, head to toe through every contraction, or just breathe. I mean, breathing peace, like just simple words like peace, calmness, hope, joy. And they could also just be things that are scriptures, scriptures that come straight from the Bible, like my hope and my trust is in the Lord. Um, You know, I shall not be moved or, you know, they can range from so much and we can put those down or we can have our birth partners say these things to us. And birth partners, this is something, these are things that we can tell our moms, you will be a great mother. Uh, we, you know, this is a happy moment for you and for the baby or, uh, you know, your body knows how to protect and care for your baby. You were created to do this. All these things can be 
repeated to mom as we are as we support her and these are things that can be said during birth as well or written to where mom can see them or as moms as we're in labor we can repeat these things to ourselves over and over and over again usually some of the ones that resonate with me during my labors are just relax, like let go, let go, let go, you know, um, not resisting, you know, um, what is happening, you know, almost like surrendering to the process because this is just how things <laughs> need to go. So with every contraction, there is this, okay, relax, relax, or okay, let go and breathe, breathe in peace uh, or breathe in calmness and breathe out peace to help me control my breathing to where I'm not rushing my breathing. So these are things that I, that really resonate with me during my labors. Um, but it varies from person to person what really resonates with them. And we can write them down. We can make them visible for mom, but we can also say these things in our minds. Birth partners, we can say birth support team, we can say these things to mom so that she can actually hear them. Because sometimes people are not necessarily more visual learners. They are more of like, we need, I need to see it in order to understand it. Because I'm kind of like that too. Like, don't read me a book. I need to read it myself. (laughs) Like don't read it out loud. I need to read it. So I'm just more of that person to see something and to read it multiple times to understand it and for it to really penetrate the parts of my being in order for it to be effective. Visuals too, like my body is opening up like a flower, visualizing a flower blossoming or visualizing what your body is actually doing. And we learn how to do that through childbirth education. This is why taking a childbirth education class is also very helpful for moms because you actually get to see and know from a truth and facts perspective what your body is doing. And if you visualize that, what your baby is doing, what your body is doing, it helps bring that confidence and reduces that fear and that urge to want to fight the process, almost just kind of letting it go because your body, this is what your body is doing. And so we just got to let that be and let our body do that. So sometimes those birth affirmations aren't necessarily words, they're visuals. But in postpartum, these birth affirmations and these reminders and these mantras and scriptures and phrases and encouragements are just as equally as important. So some of the few of them are, my body is beautiful and it's worthy of rest and healing. (laughs) We need to remind ourselves that. Or I will give my grace, I will give myself grace as I learn to heal, nurture, and thrive in this new season of my life. I'm exactly what my baby needs. These are things that we struggle with as moms, like our baby is crying and we want to do the right thing. And so we need to be reminded and partners and spouses need to be reminding this to us. I am, or even if we're not doing okay, I am not well and I'm worthy of support and help or help. And so or I'm a strong mom and it's perfectly okay to take care of myself as as well as my baby. Uh, those types of things. Or even when it comes to breastfeeding, <laughs> that I'm capable of sustaining my baby with my body or my, bo- my baby is getting enough or the times where we are feeling overwhelmed and stressed and probably are expressing ourselves in ways that are uh, showing people that we are overstimulated, overly tired, very frustrated, um, kind of feel like we don't know what else to do. <laughs> the end of the day, sometimes we, you know, do things in those emotions that, you know, hurt others or hurt ourselves or hurt other people. Just saying, I forgive myself or I'm learning every single day or even feeling like we need to get back to a routine or we need to have everything together. (laughs) Just reminding ourselves that this is where I need to be in this moment. And so I think even when it comes to breastfeeding, one of the ones that I like is, you know, this nursing time is an opportunity for me to 
keep on with my baby and it's only for a season because we don't really have that long term because there will be a day where your baby will not be breastfeeding. They won't be 37 and still breastfeeding. (laughs) You know, they might be when they're two, three, depending on how long you want to go. But at the same time, you know, it's just for a season. The newborn stage is just for a season. And so sometimes we need to keep that in mind. And even like I am a good mom or I am, I'm still am a good mom to my other children and to my child, or I can rest when baby is resting. My body is worth celebrating, has given life because our body has changed. We don't look different. We don't feel different or we don't look the same. We don't feel the same. We look and feel different. And sometimes that's hard to accept. Sometimes we are mourning or wanting to look and be somebody who we were before having our baby. One, it's okay to grieve that, but two, you who you are now is totally worth celebrating and your body is totally worth your new body your mom bod is worth celebrating or even just the fact of I trust my mom gut like I trust it I trust my instincts I trust my intuition I trust the wisdom that God has given me to raise this child I trust my mom gut and this is why I say strengthening your mom gut this is what I'm all about because everybody has that and it's a real thing so just being confident in that but also too that we are having people, if you have a mom in your life, that you are reminding them of these things because sometimes we don't hear it as moms. And sometimes we don't, we can tell ourselves, but sometimes we need to hear it. (laughs) Sometimes we need somebody to tell us, you know, you deserve rest or you, your body, you are beautiful and you are, you can do this. Like your breast milk is enough. You know, these are the things that we need to hear sometimes from other people, or this is where you need to be right now. So these are some examples that we can use as birth affirmations, but even just hearing those and listening to those, I mean, they're super empowering. Like, I mean, you can't deny that. And so if we are practicing this over and over and over again, it's going to do something to us. It's going to help us in situations that we need it or in the times where we're mentally struggling. And the only reason why, this is why I wanted to share with you with this today, because this is where I'm at. I'm mentally struggling with coming to the end of pregnancy and heading into birth. That is just a true fact. And I want to be transparent because it's a real, real thing. But my motherhood, do you know how many times I've struggled mentally with knowing and believing these truths or uh, not having any type of affirmations of the abilities and the uh, capabilities that God has given me, that it's almost just like, you know the truth, you know the truth, but it really connecting and bridging the gap is the challenge. And so, and maybe some of the things that I mentioned maybe don't necessarily resonate with you, but you know that you do thrive on words of affirmation or it would be a good tool for you. There are three questions that you can ask yourself when you are creating your own birth affirmations or your own positive perspective positive mind thinking to your current pregnancy as you're coming up to labor, in labor, postpartum, into your motherhood. The first one is, who do you trust? Do you trust yourself, your body? Do you trust your baby? (laughs) Do you trust God himself? Who do you trust? Number two, who, what do you believe? Sometimes these affirmations are just facts that we need to be reminding ourselves of and to be able to visualize during labor. I mean, this is kind of where I'm at right now um, and things that I have to constantly think about. 
uh, what do I believe? Who do I trust? Obviously, I trust in God and I believe, obviously, the facts behind birth and what the body needs to do. So just being reminded of that and just knowing that, okay, these are the truths, these are the facts, and this is who I trust. And so some those are things that I have to ask myself. Who do you trust? What do you believe? And something along those lines that you can also ask yourself within that is what do you believe about the birth process? Now, what we believe about the birth process really is rooted in our own personal birth philosophy. I talked about this in one of our sessions our, when we first started getting to get together. And this was about birth philosophies and why sometimes the things that we choose and the things that we do and the things that, you know, really uh, guide us through these different seasons of our lives is what we believe about birth. And that's a birth philosophy. So this is something that maybe we have to figure out beforehand. (laughs) What do we believe about birth? I personally know what I believe about birth. So sometimes that gives me strength. Sometimes that gives me a good come back down to earth and what I resonate with. So lastly, what do you, and the third question that you can ask, yourself is what do you know you're capable of doing? Sometimes we don't even really understand our own strength and it isn't until we get into a situation that requires all of our strength, all of our mind, all of our being to be able to do it. And so maybe you're in a position right now where you've never seen yourself do this before and that's okay. But reminding ourselves that we are strong, that we are strong people and that we've been created to do this so you can can do this. Just even hyping yourself up in a sense or like thinking about, okay, who has God created me to be? I am specifically in this point in this time of my life, this is what has come to me and I can do this. And so sometimes those are things that we need to do. But if we've done it before or we've gone through a hard situation before, that's what we can rely on. We can rely on the strength of knowing I got through this so I can do this. And sometimes I remember particularly one time I got my wisdom teeth pulled and I was talking to the girl after recovery and I was telling her, yeah, the recovery was really tough. I said, but you know, I've had natural labor before. And I said, and quite honestly, (laughs) I feel like that was a lot easier than this because of just the recovery was just so awful because I got all four of my wisdom teeth pulled at one time. (laughs) And so she was just like, really? And I said, yeah, but I mean, then I didn't know that I could do it. I didn't know that I was that strong, but even after when immediately after the celebration was, I did it. I can't believe I did it. And it's just like, you know that there is strength there. And even if you've never seen it, it will come out. But what are you also capable of doing? If you're you're capable of doing this because this is what's going to happen. And because if it doesn't, it also doesn't matter what happens. These things will still be true at the end of the day. The things that you, who you trust, what you believe, and what you you are capable of doing, you, those are still true no matter what the outcome of your birth is. Those still, those things will still be true. So those are just some three questions that you can ask yourself when you are creating your own birth affirmations, your own positive thinking, your own phrases or words of encouragement, or when you are looking for things to encourage yourself, uh, finding things along those lines, things that resonate with you and that you know to be true. Well, mama, I hope today you feel encouraged and that know that when everyone is in doubt, questioning your abilities, or there is no one there to cheer you on, that you can and are 
are your number one cheerleader and you learn the ways that you can be a cheerleader to other moms who are walking the same journey as you through birth affirmations, through truths, through words of encouragement, visuals. I hope today that you learned how to do that for yourself and as well as how you can support other moms who are around you. And in your current pregnancy, for your upcoming birth, as you are in postpartum and as you go through your own motherhood journey. I will see you in our next episode. Bye! Hi again. Thank you so much for listening to this great episode. If you had learned something today, please make sure you leave a review in Apple Podcasts and share with another mom friend. Also, pop on over to our private Facebook group, sign up for our email list, and connect with me on social media, which are all linked in the description of this podcast. I can't wait to see you over there and connect with you. Now go listen to your mom gut because wisdom will guide you and chances are it won't let you down. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.